Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds. I don't think I'm alone when I say this. Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> you know they always say it gets crazy. No, when, you are not alone. Do you know what I always say? It gets crazy when there's a full moon. I also agree. And Laura, our uh, lovely evening DJ, she made a comment this week about how the new moon also can affect you negatively. And I tell you what, man, that new moon's been kicking me in the butt all week long. Oh. <laughs> I think that's the opposite. But hey, you're the first. I think that might be the first time Ned Reynolds has ever done that on the air. All right, so uh, Chris Jones is back in a red and gold jersey. Things seem to be all right in the kingdom. Travis Kelsey's been practicing this week. Uh, but you never know what's going to happen any given Sunday. Chiefs are in Jacksonville. Your thoughts on this yeah, game? I had an individual tell me yesterday, hey, the, the spread's only three and a half. Kansas it's gone City down again. And it's gone down. Going down again. Mm. And I said, well, it, hey, it's the Chiefs. I said, yeah, don't discount Jacksonville. They're Do you think, though, good. that this might be part of a lot of people that gamble that are looking at what happened last week and then insanity of week one of the NFL where all, you had all these behemoth teams that just got knocked Keep down? Keep in mind, the majority of those betting are not from here. And also they only true. look at the faction figures and they saw the Chiefs lose. So, yeah, that figures into it. But Jacksonville also is a pretty good football team. They won last week 31-21 in Indianapolis. And the Jags have a lot going for them. Trevor Lawrence is now another year older. He's gained that experience. He has his buddy Travis Etienne that's doing the running back. And he has some really good receivers. Calvin Ridley. Chiefs were after him. And couldn't get him, of course. Christian Kirk is in there. And the coach. Coach is Doug Peterson, folks, who was the Chiefs offensive coordinator back in the, oh, I guess, 2015, 2014, 15 in that era, and does know a little bit about what Kansas City would become. It's pro football. You know what you're facing, so it's not a big mystery. But I do think the Chiefs win this game. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But Jacksonville is no pushover. They're a very good team. They are a contender for the playoffs. This will be a, a tough assignment. Now, will Travis Kelsey play? Probably. He may not start, but I think he'll be in there playing. And the same with Chris Jones. Uh, the thing that bothers me a little bit about Jones is, does he have the playing mentality? He may think he does, but until you get in there and start having those bodies, those 330-pounders who are trying to block you out, start beating on you a little bit, that hasn't happened in over a year. Well, almost a year with the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're probably going to... They'll probably take their time on that one because it's still a very long season, and we've got 16 games left as of right now. Uh, Coach Reed is 1-0 against Doug Peterson, so hopefully that goes to 2-0 after Sunday. Um, we've got some huge college football games tomorrow, including my K-State Wildcats facing off with the Mizzou Tigers. They are. the Some of the games, number one Georgia is facing South Carolina. This is the Southeastern Conference opener. Now, you never take them lightly, of course, but... Georgia's a huge favorite, a four-touchdown favorite in that one. K-State, Mizzou, that's going to be a terrific football game. It starts late in the morning. It's an 11 o'clock start. That's for television purposes. And Kansas State is a slight favorite. Uh, This is, I'll tell you, this is a fascinating football game. Brigham Young and Arkansas playing down in Fayetteville. The Razorbacks favored over BYU, but BYU's funny. They're not quite the BYU Cougars of the past, but they better get there in a hurry because next year they're going to be in the Big 12. Colorado State and Colorado, mm. they play in Boulder. Now, Colorado State's not as good as the, the Buffalo, and Colorado's undefeated 2-0 on the year. Colorado State's 1-1. <laughs> but the coach at Colorado State 
yesterday in his TV show said, well, when I talk to the press, I never wear dark glasses or a hat. Oh, <laughs> it's right there on the bulletin board. Come on, man. Anyway, that, hey, that, he's right, though. I, I'm not wearing a cowboy hat right now either. And I know <laughs> you guys definitely there sitting at home know that Ned is not wearing a cowboy hat. Ned never wears I don't think I've ever seen Ned in a cowboy hat. Um, nor, nor a hat at all. One more I want to talk about real quickly is the Alabama game because Alabama goes on the road, and they go on the road to play South Florida. South Florida is an AA team like the American Athletic Conference. That's many steps. It's deep one, but many steps below the SEC. So why in the world is Alabama going to play South Florida? tell you why. But South Florida plays their games in Raymond James Stadium where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play. They'll have a full house, sellout crowd, Alabama's a big favorite in that game, but how often do the fans in South Florida get a chance to see the Crimson Tide play? There's the reason. How many Alabama fans live in South Florida? And uh, Alabama's well, Tuscaloosa, that's, that's a, not a difficult not trip. Not too far, and I'm sure you got some transplants there. It'd be interesting. All right, last night, uh, you know, on paper, um, Eagles-Vikings in Thursday night game I thought was a uh, pretty good matchup, but then, like, right out of the gate, or at least the first half, it was like no one could keep their hands on the ball. <laughs> I don't know how many dry- I lost count at a certain point. I didn't know if they were just showing replays or <laughs> it was a new fumble. No, I think it's testimony of Philadelphia. <laughs> they play very aggressive. They don't sustain it the entire game, but they play a very uh, offensive line. It's outstanding, and I can tell you about that in a second. The defense hits very, very hard. I think they force those fumbles. Well, it wasn't cold. You're not dropping the ball because of the. You can't blame the field. Now these were these were concussive hits, and as a matter of fact, Philadelphia made it to their advantage. But here's what I love: you know what the spread in that game was six and a half. Philadelphia won it by six. These guys know exactly what they're doing when they put the. And by these guys, I'm talking about the book out in Las Vegas. 34-28 was the final. Philadelphia wins it. But the guy who really impressed more than anybody was DeAndre Swift. Uh, who ran for 175 yards. Philadelphia's big in their ground game because their offensive line is so good. 175 yards for Swift. Uh, he's a Philadelphia kid. He went to school at St. Joe's Prep in Philly. But in college, Georgia. Yeah, he's he's a monster, <laughs> and you could see it last night. And they've kind of reeled back on, on Jalen, too, and kind of let him be more of a controller, which is a, a, a great move, in my opinion. They're going to be dangerous down the road, and uh, also Devonte Smith, man, I was watching him last night beating some of those D backs, and I was, I think I was sitting with Dave from Coyotes, and I go, you know, look at that. You look at Devonte, and he just doesn't even look like he's running, and he just looks so perfect. It's all for him, and then you see that D back running as hard as he can try Mike, to catch up with them. A wide receiver doesn't win the Heisman Trophy by magic. That damn guy is good. <laughs> he's beating he's everybody really out there last night, and thank God he's on my fantasy football team, Ned. So the Cardinals and Royals are active this weekend. Who do they face? Never really thought that I'd, I'd be saying this in all honesty, and I'm not I'm not blowing smoke or anything like that. But both the Cardinals and the Royals this weekend are playing the role of spoilers. Usually they're in the championship hunt. And they're getting spoiled. And we're spoiled, but not this year. Cardinals host the Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies are in the run for the top wild card position. Cardinals could really do them some harm. Three game series beginning tonight. The Royals are hosting the Houston Astros, and the Astros are one of three teams in a tremendous battle in the American League West for a playoff spot. And first place or wild card. So uh, this is going to be an interesting series. Now let's talk about the Springfield Cardinals. They won last night. Hell yes. 
but Wichita also came from behind no. to win. So the Cardinals, the Springbirds, did not clinch, but they might as well have. With three games remaining, they have a two-game lead. I just can't see them blowing this now. All they need is one win, and they are in, or a win, and the Wichita lost tonight, and that would clinch it for them. I think you can count on the Springfield Cardinals playing at home on Tuesday night for one game in the playoffs against the Arkansas Travelers. I hope that does not come back to bite me. <laughs> like I said yesterday, if uh, that doesn't happen, you know who to blame. Uh, let's talk about some racing. We're in the playoff series, correct? And uh, how many more races before the... Uh, six. Six more races? Okay, mm-hmm. so where are they at this weekend? They are in Bristol, Tennessee, Ooh. which for many in the geographic scheme of things would say, wait a minute, Bristol's in Virginia. It's on the border. That's right. This is where they had, Mike, a couple of years ago, somebody came up with the idea of, hey, how can we get the largest football crowd ever to watch a game? So they matched up Virginia Tech, which is I remember that, yeah. And Tennessee. And they took them to the race. At the racetrack. And they had 156,000, many of whom couldn't see the game because they were quite literally a half a mile away in the stands. (laughs) But they put the stands right down there in the middle of the racetrack. And, of course, this is a big racetrack. And, of course, a lot of them had to sit up high and, hey, what's going on? Get the binoculars out. But, nonetheless, uh, they uh, that's the races at the Bristol Motor Speedway. That's where they – and it's a Saturday night race. And it is Bass Pro Shops night at the races. Now, why Bass Pro Shops has one of the Bristol Speedway, I don't know. I would think Kansas City would be a much more appropriate one. But They could have a Bass Pro out there. Well, yeah. Oh, and it, well, no, no, no. It's not that they don't have one there, but this is the headquarters. Of well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but be that as it may, that's the race. And yes, it's another race in the elimination series. And unless I'm mistaken, I think the field gets cut down to 12 after this mm-hmm. race. So it's a, a very big one. And it is a Saturday night race. Yeah, we'll see who gets to continue in the playoffs. All right. Uh, back to the Kansas City Chiefs. It, of course, is Red Friday. And the Chiefs head to Florida to face off with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this is a very rare noon game that, for the Chiefs. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Most of the games start at noon. Yeah. They do, except they're not playing the on Chiefs. Thursday. The Chiefs, no, the Chiefs are all prime time, folks, except for this one. And there may be one more that's not prime time this year, but all the others are either late Sunday afternoon, Monday night, or Thursday. Is it one it's more? It's the Kansas. It's the Christmas, the Christmas Day game. Oh, that's the, the only Vegas. other with the with the only other with the Raiders. That's the only other noon game the Chiefs have this and year. What what time is that? I guess you could kind of consider the Germany game a noon game because it's nine thirty a.m. here. <laughs> so what I time guess does that Raiders game on Christmas Day start? Noon. It is noon. Mm-hmm. It's noon time Christmas. Christmas Day. That'll have a pretty good. Order. It'll be a little chilly. Anyway, uh, it. Ned Talk for this week begins at 10 o'clock, runs an hour, 10 to 11. That's when we join the Chiefs Network. It, ours is the pre, pre-game show. Then we go to the pre-game show, and then the broadcast, which kicks off at 12. And folks are going to tell you, it's, don't, this is a pretty good little challenge for the Chiefs. Kansas City is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. It's such a challenge that this old man is not going to play it. I'm just worried about it. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens, Ned. You have a great weekend. You too.